spooky friends, and welcome to another episode of Storytime with the Scariest Podcast. Woo! I'm Robin Grace, this is Adam Diaz. Hello. And today we're here to read you folks some homegrown horrors. Adam, why don't you go ahead and tell us what those are? Homegrown horrors are the wonderful stories that you listeners have sent in to our email address, which Robin will give you in a sec. And you give us stories that contain things that are supernatural, paranormal, spiritual, coincidental, sometimes true crime, sometimes extraterrestrial in nature. If someone out there had a story that would like to submit it, Robin, how can they do so? You can send it to our email, storytime at scaryish.com. You can also send it uh, via our website. You can go to scaryish.com. There's a contact us form. You can just fill that out and it gets to us that way. And we also have different social media. So Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. I was like, what other things are social media? Uh, yeah. Indeed. So if you have a story, we would love to hear it. And we would absolutely love to share it if that's okay with you on the show. Tonight, we're going to be sharing four of those homegrown horrors. And uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, how about I go first? Sure. Go I, for it. I like never go first. I know. It's so exciting that you're going to go first. Oh my gosh. All right. So this first email begins. Hi, Robin and Adam. Hello. Hello. Uh, it's Sabrina again. I have a scary story to tell you. Last night, I had a hard time falling asleep or just sleeping in general. I went to bed at around 2300, uh, so that's 11 o'clock. Uh, not super late, but not that early either. I read a book as usual, The Hobbit, like one of the best books of all time. And no, you can't fight with me over that. I think The Hobbit was a very good book. Did you read it when you were I've younger? I've never read it, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't fight you. I don't think there's a lot of people out there who would be willing to fight on that one. Or, or like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. It's just like classics. You can't argue over class. I mean, obviously, it's not a classic like uh, no, I think like a Shakespeare well, being a yeah, classic. Yeah, I mean, that's but... different. That's a different type of classic, but yeah. I think it's a classic. As I start to get more tired, I turn off the lights and put away my book. I'd had a rather boring day in which I basically did nothing more than eat and watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, I know, interesting combination. The Hobbit and one of the most flamboyant TV shows of all time. Uh, I think that show is absolutely incredible and people are so talented. I've never seen it. It's pretty good. You should yeah, watch it. I hear that. I've never seen it though. Uh, I usually don't like to watch scary movies or shows. I do like to listen and read to scary stories though, but I thought I might try it out because I thought I got over my fear of literally anything. I started watching the American Horror Story season one. It's safe to say that that was a terrible idea. <laughs> um... I think season one is the best season. I've only seen like bits and pieces of Murder House. Never it's, start to finish. It's really good. I, at least I think it's really good. Uh, but as I lay in my bed, I suddenly hear a sound like someone or something was dragging their hands over a window, which sounded a lot like someone screaming. And then I heard the scratching. In my mind, that weird, scary baby creature thing was doing it, and I could not shake that thought. I eventually slumbered away into a horrible night's sleep. I eventually woke up at 5.45 in the morning, completely drenched in sweat, as one does, and turned on my reading lamp, but the scratching didn't stop, so I decided to do some investigation. Turns out it was my pet giant African land snails that were making the sound by rubbing against each other and the glass of their tank. I imagine they planned that when they saw you <laughs> watching American Horror Story, like, we're going to get them so good. I wonder what that, like, I want to know what that actually sounds like to watch them actually do it. Not like, you know what I mean? Like, actually, uh, yeah, their shells sex, rubbing up rubbing against, against each yeah. other. Um, I imagine it's like, <laughs> which is my sound effect for walkie-talkies also. But yeah, that's what I imagine it sounded like. That was my story. Sorry, it's a bit too long. I also have a topic suggestion uh, Swedish folklore and traditions. I love the podcast so much, and you two always get me through the day, and you really help me cope with my depression. Lots of love, Sabrina. Thank you so much for sending that in. It's funny because there's a lot of times where 
um, I'll hear random things like there will be scratching behind the headboard and it's just our dog scratching herself. <laughs> yeah, because she sleeps under the bed. So a lot of <laughs> or, times Robin will be like, I don't know if that's actually the dog. And I'm like, it is. Trust me. It yeah. Is. Or, so. or we'll hear random sounds coming from downstairs that freak us out. And then um, it typically freaks Robin out more than anything. And then I get sent to investigate. Lately, I've been like, you coming with her? Yeah. What? He's like, are you really going to you're going to be the one that's like, there's something going on. And if then she's leave sleeping me. and she doesn't want to get up. Then I'm like, okay, I get it, and I take the dog. But when it's like we're both awake and we're in the and we're I was gonna say we're in the lab because I just read the back of your chair. <laughs> if we're in the office uh, and we hear something, I'm like, you're going with me. You're awake. Like I'm not getting the dog up for this. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can totally understand your fear of this sound. Um, but man, do I love American Horror Story. That show is really good. I will say investigating the sound is typically something that will alleviate your fear. Because sometimes you'll find there was a totally benign reason for it. Yeah. And then you don't have to go through but, the steps of anxiety that sort of build on But what if you research that. into it or like try and investigate and it's actually something horrifying? Well, then you know and you can get out of the house. Mm, so True. It's always better to know, in my opinion. Some people would prefer to be blissfully ignorant. So it's totally up to you. But thank you so much for sending in that story. Good yeah. way to start off the show. All right. This next email is from Amanda, and the subject is random shit for the pod. Solid subject. And it starts out like this. Hey, spooky mom. It's fucked up. I I'm sure she was like, hey, when guess, she read it. Guess no hello for us. Thanks for correcting all the crap I get wrong. You're awesome, and I appreciate you. Oh, that's very sweet of you to bring her out first. And then it says, hey, Adam and Robin. Hey, yeah. What's up? I uh, have to be alphabetically correct. Found you guys while searching for scary shit on Spotify. Shout out Spotify, which was written into the email. So this is going to be long because, to be honest, I don't have the attention span to spread them out over multiple emails. There's a bunch of crap starting from when I was young to this day in parentheses 33. I think that means they're 33 years old and not 33 days old. It would be very odd if they were writing us an email. It continues. I'll but wouldn't try that to, be impressive? It would be very impressive. So yeah. impressive. I'll try to keep it organized, but I am a mess, lol. Share whatever you want on the pod. All, none, break it up, done, whatever. Okay, here goes. One of the earliest memories I have regarding anything paranormal is probably around age 8 to 10 in the house I grew up in. No idea of any of the history of the house, mind you. I shared a room with my older sister at the time, and none of this stuff ever happened when she was in the room with me. My bedroom light and TV would always turn on or off. Here's something, I'm stepping out of the email really fast. Here's something I immediately thought of being a younger brother. If this stuff never happened when they were in the room, I feel like they were the ones causing it when they're outside the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were playing a prank because that's just the sort of stuff my brother would do to me. All right. Continuing on. I turned my TV on. Something turned it off. I turned my light off to go to sleep. Something turned it on. So annoying, right? Right outside of my bedroom to the left was the bathroom. The sink would always turn on, in parentheses, turny faucet, and stay on until I got off the goddamn top bunk and turned it off. That's weird. That's super creepy. Yeah. It's the turning of the faucet that, that kind of weirds me out. Because I've seen way too many horror movies where you actually watch the faucet turn by yeah. itself. Um, a ghost. God, that's such a good movie. What? That happens in ghosts? Ghost? I hate you. I've only ever seen the part where they're hugging. Oh, yeah. They're sure hugging all right. It's Patrick Swayze dead. and Demi. Aw, that's sad. So yeah, then they are hugging. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, two of the most beautiful people in the 90s hugging. Uh, anyways, one of the things too that I think a lot of people like to point out is there are plumbing issues that can happen where things will turn on. I think the idea that plumbing issues can cause things to turn on and off randomly 
is incorrect, but things do absolutely turn on on their own when you have bad plumbing. So, all right, let's keep going. I had bad plumbing today, and I don't mean my water That's pipes. really gross. <laughs> all right, so this person got off the top bunk and turned off the sink. The toilet would flush, like, all the fucking time in the middle of the night. That could be a runny toilet, and then the reaction when it gets too full is it flushes itself. I, to fix that, it, for anybody that doesn't know, if you have a running toilet, to fix it, you, you catch just, it. I fucking hate you. Gotta you. chase after that son bitch and catch it and you tie just, it up. You just jiggle the handle a lot and just. It just keep... depends on your toilet. I, at man. least for me, my my growing up and even now, when our toilet in here runs, all I do is just jiggle the handle. When our a bunch. toilet runs, when the handle jiggling troubleshooting stuff doesn't work, she's like, "Toilet's broke," and then I have to take the fucking lid off and go to the back tank and figure out: Does it need an extra chain length? Does it need something less? Does it need to be bent? What the hell's going on with it? So yeah, most not, of the time it's a the, handle jiggle. It's not an all-in-one solution, but yeah, give it give it a give quick it the handle, handle jiggle. jiggle. <laughs> We're gonna keep going with this. <laughs> I slept with the door closed because I am not a demon, and there would be light knocking. That's terrifying. I always try to remember how many knocks, but my brain's just like, nah, you don't need to know that, sis. Move on. When I was downstairs, I'd hear footsteps walking back and forth in the upstairs hallway. Harmless stuff, mostly just annoying, but so it begins. Around the same age, my lovely recurring dream started. Gist of that is as follows. I'd be walking around a city area, in parentheses, think like outside shopping area, lots of storefronts, cafes, etc. After like a walking, strip mall? Sure. You're asking me a question oh. about something I'm reading. <laughs> okay. So, after walking for a while, the sun starts to set. As the sun sets, whoever at that exact time happens to be walking in or out of a door just drops dead. And that happens to be everyone except me. As the sun is nearly finished setting, I see all the people who just died holding hands on the horizon. They are all faceless, but in my dream, I just know it's all the same people. And that's how it ends. Me, a little kid, staring at the faceless horizon by myself. I've been try or I've been having that dream sporadically from the time I was little to just last year. Holy shit. That's terrifying. It's that, like over 20 years of having the same dream. That reminds me of uh, that movie we watched. Um, get Get Out? Is that what it is? No, not Get Out. I don't um, know which movie you're referring to, but I don't think that happens the, in Get Out. The one where there's uh, clones underground that come up and they all hold hands across the Us. world. Us. That's the one. Yeah. That movie is freaky. That's what this dream reminds me of. Okay. I was going to say, yeah, I don't think there's a dream sequence, but I get Shana. Uh, all right, the email continues. The only thing I can remember from that time until about 18 is just seeing a ton of what I would say are shadow people. Just dark people-ish looking things with no features that I would see either out of the corner of my eye or for just a brief second and then they'd be gone. And a few apparitions, yeah, and a few apparitions, I guess is what they would be called. Not dark, mostly light slash white features quick to disappear. Next little thing was when I was 18 is in my first apartment. So sitting in the living room, facing the dining room, and the kitchen was to the left and behind a dividing wall. I would often see what seemed like a little girl peeking around that dividing wall, and she would pop back behind the wall when I looked at her like she was playing peekaboo. That was the only place in the house that I saw her. Big nope. Yeah. Big like, uh, I'm moving out. Mm, yeah, no. That's not normal, <laughs> I, I feel like. I know it's your first apartment, but ghost children are not typically something that They don't come with the, the apartment. Yeah, that's not something that you should be dealing with. Uh, only other thing in this apartment that I remember is a dog spirit. They would walk from the dining room into the master bedroom. Sometimes I'd feel their tail hit my leg like they were next to me, wagging it. Aww. It could have been a hellhound. You don't know how many heads that thing had. Same age, had a friend living across the street from me. 
would often see a horde-looking old woman standing in her bedroom looking out the window. She'd always have these things falling, in, in quotes, falling off her living room walls. The worst thing about her place, though, the stairs into the apartment. The absolute fucking dread and panic I felt in that hallway is just, ugh, I will never forget that feeling. One time I was sitting on her front porch and the bottom door was propped open for some reason. I heard footsteps behind me coming down the stairs, which I just assumed was her. I was wrong. The footsteps stopped and I felt two hands on my back and they shoved me hard. Mm, No. That's poltergeist shit. Uh, A few years later in a townhouse, in parentheses upstairs slash downstairs, typical things for my life happened and I'd hear footsteps walking through the upstairs hallway and then come down the stairs, which I was downstairs and home alone. Whenever we get stories that have just the walking of staircases and it's like it stops in front of you or it stops at the bottom of the stairs and there's no one there. It freaks me out because how do you explain footsteps on a staircase, you know, when there's no one there? Yeah. Invisible people. Boom. Explain or ghosts or demons. Who knows? (laughs) Or you're hearing things. I can't explain that is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Moving on. I had another little ghost pet in this apartment, a big fat cat who I would feel jump up on my bed and curl up at my feet. I really wish I could have, pet that big boy also in my bedroom there was a young boy who would stand in the doorway and stare when i would be laying in bed i wouldn't see him all the time i wouldn't see him every day but it never failed that every time i saw him he got closer and closer Mm, to my bed that's some nightmare fuel right there when i saw him i always got this gut feeling that he just needed help you know i ended up like meditating on my bed and i just sat there with my eyes closed trying to clear my brain what if you're sitting there your eyes closed you open them he's closer and then you're like, gotta get this meditation done. He's so. basically a weeping angel that's yeah. just taking Ugh. its sweet ass time. Or there's, um, there is a uh, SCP that's like that, where it's, I think I've covered it, where uh, it's this mobile app and you download it all on, on your mobile app and then you see it like getting closer, this entity getting closer and closer and closer to you. Um, I was going to say, how's a mobile app like a boy? But yeah, I remember that one now. Yeah, it's creepy. Anyway, yeah, that's what that reminds me of. So they go on. They're meditating on this bed. Door open, lights off. As I was sitting there, I got that gut feeling, and when I opened my eyes, he was standing there a little bit closer than last time. I started talking to him just inside my head. Wouldn't want anyone hearing me to think I'm crazy. Uh, Just saying things like, you don't live here anymore. You're on the wrong plane. You need to move on to whatever is after life. Just typical getting the ghost to go away things. I saw him once or twice after that, moving back towards the door further away from my oh, bed. Oh, good. And then I didn't see him at all anymore. I don't know if I helped or if he was just ready or whatever, but I'm glad he figured it out either yeah. way. Yeah, it, it could be a, a number of different things. I mean, um, maybe somehow he's just like, I'm moving on. Or maybe he's just like, oh, this person doesn't want to help me. I better find someone else to help me. Or, or- it's like, I can't scare this person onto the next room. No, thanks. That's terrifying uh, option. Either way, it just seems like he was done with you or that room, whatever the case may be. Uh, the email continues. Fun fact, my uncle has the same time and date on his death certificate that I have on my birth certificate. May 18, That's... 1987 at one eighteen p.m. Oh, my God. Growing up, I had, in parentheses, so I'm told, a lot of the same mannerisms that he had, and I looked pretty similar to him. Not so surprising, I know, considering we were family. I've watched a lot of scary... (laughs) This is about me watching way too much TV again, but there's so many horror movies where um, the spirits of those that have died 
uh, whenever a baby's born, enter the baby, and it freaks me out. It's so scary. Everything you're saying in this email is triggering a fear in Robin. Oh, so my God, man. Pretty solid stuff. It's it's just like I've watched way too much where um, there was like a... I want to say it was Korean. might have been Chinese. Uh, but it was like a baby was born. A criminal died. That spirit entered the baby, and it had like the same scar, like the same birthmark or whatever on its face as the killer did. Because it was the spirit of the killer. Did the kid wind up being a killer? Uh, It was a baby. You you don't know. Oh, okay. Lame. So, no follow-up on that. I'm going to keep going. What's super cool, though, is that my mom has green eyes and my dad has blue eyes. Typically, there's about a 0% chance they'd have a child with brown eyes. But they did. Me. And as you can probably guess, my uncle was the only other person in my family to have brown eyes. So, either we were both adopted or our parents were cheaters. But I prefer to believe that I got them from him on uh, on my way in and on his way out of this world. I will say brown is dominant. Uh, blue is recessive. So yeah. you do definitely have a larger chance than 0% to wind up with brown eyes, even if you have two parents with different color eyes that are not brown. So it doesn't have to be your adopted to your parents or cheaters or anything like that. I do like the idea that you inherited your eyes from your uncle, though. Uh, it goes on to say, well, my fingers are tired and my brain is broken. There's a metric shit ton more I could tell you about, but these are most of the significant ones to me. Maybe sometime, uh, maybe sometime I'll have my kids write into you about the shit that they've seen. Whoa. I guess it runs in the family. Thanks, of course, for taking the time to read this and a super thanks again to Spooky Mom for proofreading it for me. You the best. Keep on creeping on. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Amanda. Thank you so much for sending in that terrifying email <laughs> lots of horrors Robin will have so many nightmares because of um it, yeah but in a good way yeah that's a lot of things to experience and i can't believe your kids experience it too that's uh, but that happens a lot yeah. where um i guess the psychic or medium abilities um i don't know are generational they kind of go through the line of descendants <laughs> yeah I don't know if it's medium, um, mild, sometimes. No, like shut You know what I mean? Oh, God. I, hate, I know what you meant. I, hate, I just, as soon as you buffalo. said that, I was like, damn, I want some wings. That's no, I, I can't stand buffalo. Buffalo. You can't stand buffalo? No. I don't know what the hell I, the difference is between buffalo and medium and like, mild. Well, like, you know, like buffalo. I can't uh, believe we're talking about fucking wings all when, of a sudden. <laughs> when people make like buffalo chicken, um, like yeah, dip, okay. buffalo dip, you know I see what, what you're I mean? Saying. I don't like that flavor. I don't know why. I just don't. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much for sending in that email. <laughs> Don't send us buffalo Lots sauce. of stuff. <laughs> wow. Uh, lots of good stuff in there. And please send us the rest if you would like to share. We definitely want to hear more. All right. So we're going to move into the commercial part of the show, uh, which is always, you know, just super, super so much fun. Uh, I want to go ahead and say, if you're looking for a last minute gift, head over to manscaped.com. Uh, check out any of the products they have. And if you use code SCARYISH, all caps, at checkout. Uh, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. It's a nice late last minute gift. It should come in on time. I actually put stuff into the cart and saw, and it said that it should get here before Christmas. So Adam actually used the weed whacker today, and he said he really, really, really likes it. I it have, is the nose trimmer. It is the nose trimmer. So I have the nose trimmer and then the sensitive skin trimmer. Um, and I really like both of them. Like I was using the nose trimmer. I was like, holy crap, like this thing really freaking works. And the charger uh, can charge both of them. And so. Adam's got a lot of hair. I do my hairy boy so all right there you go manscape plug please check it out it's gonna run for i'm not sure how much longer but hey it's an extra 10 percent off of what they're offering on their base discount right now so for the 20 percent season, off so. and free shipping 20 percent off free shipping code scarish at checkout all caps so all right let's go ahead and move into the commercial 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back. Uh, all right. So I'm going to get into my next story of the episode. All right. This next email's uh, subject is greeting from Poland. Hello. Hello. From the U.S. Um... Hi, Robin, Adam, and Spooky Mom. Hello. Hello again. And Spooky Mom downstairs goes, hello. Hello. <laughs> that is not her voice. That's exactly you make how your... she sounds. Oh, who's that DBZ character that sounds like that? I don't know. Oh, man. there's a Someone will say it. Someone will say the character. I, I already know. Okay. Anyway, my name is Katarzyna. I don't know if that's right, but you can call me Kate. And I am from Poland. Recently, I've started listening to your podcast because I like spooky stories and also because my English teacher made me listen to podcasts. That's pretty cool. If my teacher could be like, go listen to podcasts, that'd be so sweet. That would be nice. Um, I'm very happy to have found you. I started writing the story when Adam was looking for a job, but here I am right after episode 92. Oh, uh, man, 92. That was when you got... Like 60 ago. Okay, that's... When you first started this new job? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, not. okay. Uh, yes, I'm not very good with timing and emails, especially in English. Uh, this podcast is kind of therapeutic for me. We're often afraid that no one will believe our stories, even if we do not fully believe them ourselves. I've always liked to be a little bit scared, you know? I watched Friday the 13th when I was way too young, when my parents were sleeping. That's hilarious. Uh, I like storms and creepy stories, etc., but I have a big imagination, so I always was afraid that I would see something eventually. My story starts with something you've said a few times. I had a bad period in my then-teenage life. Uh, there wasn't anything specific going on, but as you would have said, I was kind of vulnerable. I was in high school, so it was about 15 years ago. I'm 31 now. It started with things in my imagination, like my mind was showing me movies. I was arguing with my friend in my mind. It felt weird and surprising. Now, I believe I wanted to push away people around me, but then I've started to see in my mind more violent stuff, like a woman hanged by the hands and a man standing behind her cutting her skin. That's so terrifying. That is very terrifying. Uh, or once, I thought I saw the face of the devil. I know, I know. I didn't know if my brain was broken or my imagination was just way too big. I wasn't sure why my mind was doing this to me. It wasn't dreams. I wasn't asleep. It could have happened even in the daylight. Late one evening, it was about 1 a.m., I was going home from some meeting with friends. I had quite a long straight way home. In the beginning of this road, I'd started to see blood on windows I was passing by. It creeped me out. Then I reached the abandoned... These seem like hallucinations. Yes. Like, this yeah. is something that needs to be addressed yeah. by a doctor. 
Then I reached the abandoned old cemetery. I was never afraid of this place, even if I heard some spooky stories in my primary school when we were there to do some tidying up. I don't know why 12-year-old children were taken to clean the cemetery and to put some candles. I think that happens actually a lot, where they take um, Boy Scout troops and things like that to go clean up these cemeteries. Uh, I think it's really interesting, and I, I do wonder why people do that. Um, well, clean public works, you mean? No. Like, go to clean up public places? No, go to cemeteries and clean up cemeteries and maybe fix up the headstones or put markers down where there are no markers. It's just a show of respect. Like, if someone doesn't... If, like, it's not attended to, then you want to have someone do it. That's the thing. Why take your children? Why take groups of little children? To build character, obviously. <laughs> For me, it was just a little bit scary because the cemetery was overgrown with trees and bushes, so it was usually very dark. But at the same time, it was my usual day-by-day -day way to the city center, school, etc. When I was walking by the cemetery, I saw people coming out of it. I knew right away that they weren't alive. It was quite a long time ago, so I don't remember all the details. I was sure I saw them, but at the same time, I was also sure that they weren't there. I sped up right away and started humming my favorite song to calm myself down. I don't know why, but I was afraid to start running. I just walked very fast without turning around. I remember that I only started to calm down when I sat down on my bed with a cold sweat. Uh, I feel like if I saw something like that, I wouldn't want them to know Where that I live. could see them. Oh, okay. Kind of like Odd Thomas. If you've never seen Odd Thomas, it is such a good movie. I think it was a book first. Um, but it's a really good movie. And you just don't want those. It, it's... You don't want them to know that you know that they're there because then they're going to be like, hey, can you see me? Yeah. Like immediately. Yeah. Um, it's a sad movie. And it also is sad because the actor who played Odd Thomas passed away. Very yeah. young. Yeah. Uh, but that I could totally see how you were like, I'm just not going to run because then they're going to be like, she can see us and that's why she's running. I totally get why you did what you did. Um. The next day, I saw for the first time that the gate to the cemetery was open. Most of my life, I remember it was always closed, but of course I never checked it for sure, so maybe that's a coincidence. For a long time, I wasn't able to dare even talk about it like everyone else. I was afraid that no one would believe me or they would think that I was crazy. It was a strange feeling that I knew they weren't physically there, but at the same time, I could see them. I finally dared to write about it to my friend, who in response told me that his friend once told him that he had seen them too. I want to think that my teenage brain projected this, and I hope I will never have to think of this again. Who knows? Maybe, I mean, with hormones and stuff like that, you never know. That lots of weird things happen within the human body that you just can't make heads or tails of, and it just is confusing i think that's why in a lot of cases when stuff like that happens especially since there was a lot of things leading up to the incident or the event if you want to call it that uh that was also things that just seemed to be uh, originally it was like you were dreaming when you were awake and then it sort of started to overlap with like the waking world into what seemed to be hallucinations especially the blood on the windows thing to me i don't know why that one sticks out in my yeah. mind in particular um and then when you move further away from that it's like Maybe you should tell someone who's, like, a medical doctor who can give you advice. But if they come back and they say, like, there's nothing wrong with you, you know, then it's a bit different, you know. So um, it's it's something where you have to sort of pick who you're going to confide in. I think a lot of people in a lot of cases choose not to confide in medical doctors. Yeah, sounds like they're they, just afraid that they're going to get called crazy. Uh, sounds like they don't experience those things anymore. Right. And it was just, like, high school, maybe just hormonal transitional times. Who knows? 
Um, all right. Another story I had was very weird. I don't know if you've heard something like this before, but I still have 50 episodes of Scaryish ahead of me. Oh. Uh, one night I woke up, but not completely. I was aware that I'm not sleeping anymore, but I didn't know where I was. My room was pitch black. I got up from bed, but I was very confused about what was going on. I couldn't see a thing, but I'm not sure if I had my eyes open. I was very scared. I remember I tried to walk, but I felt soil under my feet, so it confused me even more. After a while, I found my bed, but I wasn't sure if it was my bed anymore. I sat for a while to calm myself down. I remember that I've started to have some flashes of awareness where I am, and in one of those flashes, I ran to my light switch. Suddenly, I woke up completely, and I recognized my room. The weird soil under my feet was from an overturned plant. That was a time I was quite interested in weird stuff, like an out-of-body experience. I was reading about it sometimes, but after all that happened to me, I closed my mind. I have a huge imagination, and sometimes I have a fear that I will see something spooky, but I hope I never will. Uh, P.S. Unfortunately, I don't have any Omen babies, but I hope that'll change one day. P.S. 2, which is... P.P.S. Uh, is it P.P.S.? Post postscript. Okay. It's weird sometimes because I would like to respond sometimes to what you talk about, but it was two years ago, so I give up. It is kind of sad, but at the same time, I'm very happy that I still have so much to listen to. Take care, Kate. Um, even from episodes like two years ago, people still bring stuff up and yeah. they still like post it to the Facebook group or, or whatever. Um, and there's a discord. You can always bring it up in the discord because I think when it comes to cryptids and ghosts and legends and true crime, things like that, it's always relevant. Right. Even if it's a topic that we covered years ago, it's still like people are still into Mothman. You know, people are still into stuff like the Jersey devil or, or Dahmer or, I always um, want to hear too, like what new listeners think of stuff that we've already done. Oh gosh. And it's so funny because, uh, we have so many people that are new to the podcast and that, that are like. It's so different <laughs> because baby us and now us is like t- three I like years you call ago. It baby us and I was like still thirty two. Oh man! So yeah, I, I'm always interested to hear what folks have to say. If it's something like super specific, that's like a one off joke I made, I might have to go back and re listen to the episode to be like, oh yeah, I do remember that boner joke. Sorry, I forgot. Um, but in a lot of cases, we typically remember the situations we've talked about or the topics. Um, and when you mention them, it sort of like sparks the memory in us yes. and we might check back in I, on it, because, stuff like that. Uh, I might not remember every single detail about, um, topics or names of topics. Like, names of actors or like what you had for dinner the other day, whatever. stuff like that. I'm very, I'm horrible. I have a really bad memory and I get that from my mom. But, um, if you bring it up and you, uh, say like, Hey, oh, it's this creature. I'll be like, Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like, if you brought up, like, yo, remember that, the one about the dolphin man? I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. I totally understand what you're saying. (laughs) God, I hate you. Uh, But, yeah, so feel free to communicate with us through the Discord or through Facebook or Instagram or whatever feels comfortable for you. Indeed. Thank you so much for sending in your stories. All right, I'm going to go ahead and read the final email. This one's from Audra, and its subject is Roulette Wheel from Hell Can Read on the Pod. Pretty solid subject. Starts out like this. Hi, Adam and Robin. Hello. Hello. Uh, My name is Audra, and I started listening to the podcast on Spotify after Jessica Braun recommended you. Nice. Shout out to Jessica Braun. If any of our people go over to Jessica Braun and they're like, I started watching your stuff because you were recommended to me by Robin and Adam, that would be wonderful because I feel like we have been 
the beneficiary, the recipient of all these new wonderful listeners because of her. And it would be awesome if like we were paid the favor in any small way. Uh, the email continues. You guys keep me entertained and sometimes a little spooked while I'm at work. In parentheses, I work nights as a custodian. Interesting. That's scary. My story takes place in the long, long ago age of the 90s. Oh, no. Okay. I grew up in a conservative Catholic family family with my Famula. two family <laughs> with my two younger brothers. We had a handheld roulette wheel that was purchased from a flea market. We used it for fun, winning pennies from each other. One night at bedtime, my brothers decided to be really stupid and told the roulette wheel, land on red if the devil is here. So basically, you turned a roulette wheel onto a Ouija board. They pulled the handle and guess where it landed? Fucking red. They were scared out of their minds. They were probably six and eight at the time and I was ten. They threw the roulette wheel out of the room. My parents had no idea what happened because we would have gotten our asses beat if they knew what my brother just did. So we all went to bed. Now we grew up in a single wide trailer with three bedrooms. My bedroom was on the first, I'm sorry, my bedroom was on the left. Then my brother's room, they shared. uh, And my parents' room was at the end of the trailer. The windows were all ground floor windows. Just a little background for the next scene. Sometime in the middle of the night, I woke up to screaming coming from my brother's room. I quickly ran to the room while my parents came from the opposite end. My dad had a baseball bat and burst into the bedroom ready to knock out the intruder he assumed had broken into the window. Upon seeing no one, the boys had to explain what caused them to scream. They swear they were woken up by the sound of chanting monks coming from their closet. They also confessed about the roulette wheel landing on red. Needless to say, the roulette wheel was destroyed and my brothers and I slept in our parents' bedroom on the floor for a week. We were way too scared to sleep alone in our rooms. Eventually, we slept in my bedroom. They finally made the brave attempt at sleeping in my brother's room. No noises were ever heard again, and no roulette wheels were ever allowed in our house again. (laughs) Thank you for your time. Keep up the awesome work, Audra. Thank you so much. I think it's funny that such an innocuous item as a roulette wheel is what's just like, nope. Get that I think out of here. anything that could land on something randomly, like a game of chance, could be used in this particular fashion. You could use a game of Simon. Like, Simon, light up red if the Isn't devil's here. Isn't there a scary movie that's used that before? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. but Because they, they have the those new light up Simon says things, right? Where it's like the four colors and you have to... I mean, I don't know if they're new. They've oh. had them since I was a kid. So. Okay. Maybe not so new. They're pretty awesome. I'm just saying that anything that has like some sort of random... Uh, like lighting object to it or something that has like way it lands like you could even do it with the game of life like game of life if the devil's here land on six and then you spin it so it's just anything that has an element of chance where the odds of something happening are fairly low what about connect four sure connect four if you just toss it in the air like yeah if the devil's here connect four <laughs> i don't know i'm sure i could think of a scenario but you're tossing a lot of shit at the wall right now so <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for sending it in. That's super funny, though, that you all had to sleep in your parents' bedroom. Uh, I definitely slept in my parents' bedroom when I was little when I got super scared, too. I don't think I ever, like, enticed the demons. I certainly never heard chanting coming from my bedroom, so I'm pretty happy about that. But uh, if you have any other stories, we definitely want to hear them, so send them in. So I want to go ahead and thank everyone who sent in their stories this week. We sincerely appreciate you sending your stories to us and letting us know that we can read them on the show. And the listeners sincerely appreciate you sharing the story. If anyone out there has a story they would like to share with us, please email storytime at scaryish.com or go to our website, scaryish.com, and click on Contact Us. You can also hit us up on any of our social medias. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash scaryishpodcast. 
Twitter is at scaryishpod and Instagram is at scaryishpodcast. Robin, for folks who would like to donate to us, how can they do so? You can go to patreon.com slash scaryishpodcast. Those are monthly donations. Tiers start at a dollar. And what's really cool right now is if you are a patron, I have the patron exclusive merch available for purchase. Um, there's like a Google Doc on there once you join um, that you have access to and you just fill out that form and then I send you a PayPal invoice and it goes that way. So that way you can get your hands on keychains that were released previously like Mothman and um, the Wendigo, things like that that aren't available anymore. Uh, so you can get your hands on stuff that way if you guys like. And then uh, there's also, if you don't like the monthly donation way to do things, you can do one-time donations at coffeeko-fi.com slash podcast. All your donations go to helping us upgrade our studio setup. I know there are quite a few new spooky friends, and you'll notice that things now are a lot different than they were back in the baby stages, and that's all thanks to donations from our amazing spooky fam, and uh, we couldn't be here without you, so thank you so much. Indeed. I think that's just about everything we have for story time number 149. We've almost done 150 of these things, so and that's absolutely Dang. 100% because of you. So we're not just making these stories up. They're stories that you are sending us, and we appreciate it. So please keep reaching out. It means the world to us, and I think that's just about everything we have. So, Robin, go ahead and sign us out. Keep on creeping on, and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.